0: Listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello, and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about. Which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is talk about it most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our youtube page if you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com phenomenology club and in general to learn more about our club what we do and how you can become a member for only one dollar a month please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club thank you for listening Stay trippy. 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 Hello, uh, welcome to Phenomenology Club. I'm feeling sad. Can you hear me? Um, please, someone in the chat, just give me a, uh, confirmation that you can hear my voice transmitting to you. Um... Close, yeah I have OCD and I'm paranoid about stuff and it's like I need some sort of confirmation when a thing's bothering me you know especially like things like the stove being off even though I know the stove's off I remember turning the stove off I have to before I leave the house go and look at the stove and think to myself it's off it's off it's off it's off it's off and look at it I'm quiet all right let me turn up a little bit Ugh, I, my voice has such a range, my voice is so dynamic, um, I'm like sad and, and and quiet right now, but then, you know, knowing me in 10 minutes, I'm gonna be like, talking like this, and then I can see that the levels are clipping. So that's why I try to keep it a little lower. Bah, 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 Ugh, I'm talking excitedly, ah. See right there, okay there we go (laughs) um yeah I'm feeling I'm feeling very emotional which is rare for myself um so I hope anyone listening out there if you care about such things you relish this especially if I have any enemies I don't believe I do but I'm sure maybe someone dislikes me relish in my discomfort and my pain please this is my gift to you anyone who dislikes me here's my pain uh i just wanna no i'm good the levels are good i think they should be good is it is it okay is it absurdly quiet like i said i might talk loud and right there i see it's almost clipping so The reason that I'm feeling very sad and emotional has much to do with the topic that you can see in this upload, money. A lot of people say money is the root of all evil, which I believe is actually, actually originates uh, from a Bible verse. I don't know if we got any Bible scholars in here. I'm probably the most... Bible, <laughs> I'm the biggest Bible scholar in here, so I should feel ashamed of myself. I do for not knowing this, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, damn, people are saying it's quiet. I just, oh, fine. I guess if I talk louder here, if I start talking louder, I'll go lower. Anyway, is that better? Um, yeah, I believe that this originates. From a Bible verse, money is the root of all evil. I don't personally really subscribe to uh, concepts like evil to begin with. Or at least not in the way a lot of other people do. So, I don't know if I agree with that sentiment. But I definitely, definitely agree that money is a force of darkness. And... I feel like a lot of people who fuck with me and listen to my stuff probably agree with me on most of the, uh, basic ideas I have here about money. I feel like a lot of my followers are communists and Marxists and bleh. I don't know if I'm a Marxist simply because I don't feel like I'm familiar enough with Marxist theory to say definitively, yes, I'm a Marxist, but I definitely align with a lot of the goals of Marxism. From what I've read, you know, a lot of my, if I have problems with Marxism, it's mostly just like with some of the philosophical language. Mm. Oh, we got people quoting Bible verses in here. A Quinn, it is easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get to heaven. (laughs) You know, isn't it so ironic, too, that like Jesus in the New Testament is always going on and on about how wealth is like so such a worldly desire and, you know, even the desire for wealth could be considered sinful in some capacity. And yet uh heaven is described as this place where like everyone's rich (laughs) you'll be rewarded with riches in heaven like the streets are paved with gold all of the visual descriptions of heaven in the new testament i don't know how many there are in the old testament but in the new testament it's just like this place sounds like the fucking that photo shoot that took place at trump's house (laughs) that famous one you know his place looks fucking ridiculous it looks like it looks like the mafia decorated it like it's just absurd so it's it's pretty ironic that jesus is always like stop desiring money uh and if you do you'll get to go to heaven where you'll have tons of money (laughs) and gold and jewels and shit like okay is this supposed to make any fucking sense guy no it's not because the bible doesn't make no fucking sense uh, but that's a discussion for another day. I love the Bible, by the way, my favorite work of fiction. Although, I'm not a big fan of the New Testament, but I'm a huge fan of the Old Testament. That shit is badass. And I'm also a bigger fan of the Old Testament God because that guy was serious. That guy was about his business. New Testament God is so wishy washy, like, oh, just be nice, love everybody. Like, whatever, guy. I don't even know what you're on about. Um, but yeah, money, money. Why do I dislike money so much? Well, I'm of the mindset that um, it's actually kind of funny. Steve McFadden in the chat, uh, I'm not sure which point you said conservatives are skipping over, but you said conservatives always skip over that part. Not sure what part you're talking about, but conservatives especially have this idea we hear repeated like over and over to us when we get in these discussions about government and capital and stuff they have this idea that money um increases competition and money in many ways and our systems of profit are impetus for people to really do anything at all you know when other people like myself make suggestions like, you know, we don't need to even be paid for labor. People act like, what? If you're not paid, then why would anyone ever do anything? And I just think that that's like the most absurd idea I've ever fucking heard. I mean, first of all, like, Systems of profit, I mean, I think for probably as long as, like, recorded human history goes back, you could find, like, you know, instances of people being compensated for, like, this or that service. But, I mean, like, capitalism as we know it, as the system that we live under right now in 2019, almost 2020, I mean, this is, like, a pretty recent phenomena, like, the specifics of how it's set up, you know? Like, even in the uh, not-so-distant past, I mean, think about, like, early fucking settlers in America and also, you know, the natives that early settlers came and fucked up, like, were either of these groups of people just, like, existing in this system where they only did stuff with the hopes that they could profit from it? I mean, like, People just, like, set up their fucking farm. (laughs) They had to have a farm because they had to feed themselves. They had families. Like, a lot of these people didn't have jobs. Their job was to stay alive. And, of course, they're going to fulfill that responsibility without needing some sort of motivation, really, because who the fuck wants to die? I mean, even if I can rationalize I want to die, my body, in most instances, does not want to die, you know? I could be a depressed, sad sack sitting here, like, I don't want to eat, I don't care if I go on, I don't whatever, which I am feeling today, but my fat ass still got up and ate some fucking food, because my body was like, you know what, bitch, I don't care what's going on in your head, you're hungry. I'm fat, you better feed me. So get your ass up and eat some fucking food. So, I mean, like, this is obvious. Like, people are going to fulfill their most basic needs without uh, it having to be, like, a job, you know? People aren't just going to sit around and waste away without a job or, like, a system of profit that they can, quote-unquote, advance in, you know? And, like the more you think about this, it's like, well, then why the fuck do we even have jobs to begin with? I mean, think about, I don't know what kind of jobs you people work. Um, I'd be interested in that. I'm sure you have all types of different jobs. Um, but like, you know, it's, is like, are, are so many of our jobs even necessary? You know, like... Some of the jobs I've worked, the first job I ever worked, I was like 14 or 15, I worked at Party City or something. Actually, I don't think it was called Party City. It wasn't the official franchise. It was like a knockoff. I think it was called Party Land. (laughs) like a party supply store. I had to like fill balloons and stuff. It's like, is this thing necessary for society? No. If I didn't work at this job and make some like measly fucking minimum wage so I could like go buy a cheeseburger, would I die? No i would find something to eat if i had to go outside and grow it myself so fucking be it you know it's like uh, people don't need a job to stay alive and if staying alive (laughs) is like what's more important than staying alive if you don't need a job to stay alive then what do you need a job for you know for what why do we need jobs Hmm? hmm you could make the argument that you need jobs to like build a society, which I would agree with, you know. If we want to have some sort of an organized society, which I personally do, I appreciate the benefits of organized society, things like government, I mean not ours, fuck our government and fuck, I mean fuck pretty much any government I can think of, but hypothetically I completely am in support of a thing like government, I think the cause of government is noble, you know. We basically organize and create a society with laws to counteract natural hierarchies. And I've talked about this so many times on this channel, especially in my thoughts on government thing, stream, video stream. Go listen to that if you want to later. But I'm somebody who very much believes that we create government and organize society to counteract natural hierarchy because in nature, we're all fucked, right? We're all so vulnerable and all of us to varying degrees, like, um, you know, if you're somebody without a lot of physical strength, if you have a disability, if you're a baby, a child, a female, anything else that can be understood as like something that might be a physical disadvantage Uh, when put up against other people but even also being the most fucking jacked dude out here even being fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger I feel like in nature Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes a target you know the rest of us know that that motherfucker can choke me out with his bare hands so you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna kill him in his sleep so I don't have to worry about it you know (laughs) we have to uh, take out the competition early so that we the rest of us can sleep easy Um, But this is a really relevant idea when thinking about money in particular, because what is the purpose of these systems of profit? And what is the purpose of getting money? You know, I feel like profit as a concept, what is it except for resource hoarding you know that's all we're really doing with money that's all money enables you to do you know the more money you have the more food you can buy the more land you can buy the more health care you can buy basically it translates into material goods right that's why we created this system of profit money in and of itself is really nothing you know but what it affords us is literal material goods. And a lot of these goods are necessary for our survival. And we have all types of wealth inequality in this country and around the world, you know, where we see people are homeless and dying because they don't have this fucking thing that means nothing that they can't like go trade in for material goods like health care and food and whatever, you know. And not only that, but the people with money hoard those resources away from them. So it's not like you could, it's not so easy that's like a person who's homeless could do a thing like what we were just talking about with early americans whether natives or early settlers that they could just go fucking start a farm or something like that's like near impossible without money you can't even just like go start your own vegetable garden you know i'm sure you could but it's difficult as hell cops are gonna show up and be like what the fuck are you doing get the fuck out of here this is your land this is this person's land and this is that and where's your permit and this and that and fucking that yeah, I mean, you even gotta fucking buy seeds in most places. I mean, like you know it's so impossible to really prosper or even stay alive without money and this is why I think too it's so it's so hypocritical when people say that money increases competition. it absolutely does not money really basically is a system for people to just totally buy out all their competition and other people can't even fucking compete, you know? And this is, this is, I mean, like, this, this food is a great example. We're just talking about food. Food is a thing that I feel like the quality of has become so fucking disgusting because of money. Like, I mean, I live in a tiny town like I feel like probably not that long ago there were so many more just like restaurants owned by individuals. There's like some farm kind of around here. I don't know. People probably like raise their own crops and stuff, but this is all so expensive. And then you start to compete with the big grocery stores. You're competing with McDonald's, which is giving you this disgusting fucking processed as fuck food for a dollar or whatever, you know, because they can, because they have a lot of money to do this to buy buy out these fucking disgusting fucking processing centers and make their fucking garbage to feed us for a dollar like that I mean like there's there's no competition in food I feel like competition is just like decreasing like it's like there's less and less options for food to eat it's like do you want to go to McDonald's do you want to go to fucking Chipotle like there's like a few fucking big players and like the fucking fast food industry or whatever the hell and these places come in and buy out small restaurants you know there's like I hate eating like I mean I love eating because I'm fat but I fucking hate, it's like, I, I can't even eat vegetables from the grocery store without, like, thinking about, like, ugh, these are probably, like, sprayed with fucking chemicals. Like, I don't even have an option to just, like, go get something fresh. There is a local farming section, but I don't even know if I believe that that shit really came from a local farm. And how do I even know if those people aren't spraying their shit with whatever the fuck bullshit? Who the fuck knows? Ugh. God. But I think that the same exact thing is true for art and this is why I'm feeling sad um because you know I'm an artist uh and I guess you could say that my career is as an artist my income all of my income comes from my art making and all different types of capacities you know I do freelance video editing I do freelance design all types of design you know I make money through patreon subscribe by the way if you haven't please but um when thinking about art and making art for money like this is something that I feel like I feel like I have a different opinion Or a different mindset, at least. Because I don't know if these people would even disagree with me. But, like, I always see online and stuff. You know, I'm friends with a lot of artists. I always see so many people being, like, just, like, almost, like, complaining. Like, pay for your art. Like, whoa, I'm an artist and people don't do this. And they don't appreciate my art and paying for this and that. And it's just, like, ugh. I understand the sentiment. Like, you want to be paid for your skills, because, you know, making art is a skill, but I just cannot relate to this attitude where you're critical of, like, other people purchasing art and stuff more than you are of just this system that we exist under. Like, I don't want to be a career artist. I don't enjoy being a career artist for many reasons, but I also don't, I mean, I want to live in a society where I can just fucking make art. And if I have to work another job to be a part of that society, especially in a society that I felt was truly egalitarian, where we shared responsibilities, the responsibilities that uh, were necessary for a thing like staying alive, you know, say we live on some fucking commune. We talk about this Latin phenomenology club because we're always trying to build this hypothetical system of government called New Jersey, you know, <laughs> New jersey um if imagine or just to think about america imagine if we distributed all of our work equally and also got rid of all these fucking dumb unnecessary jobs we would only have to work for what like an hour a fucking day if all we had to do was worry about staying alive you know like wake up go do some fucking shit on the farm go do your farm chores for however long or whatever tend to the fucking animals or whatever Do whatever the fuck you gotta do. If we all split that work evenly, like, we would work what? Like, (laughs) three hours a day max? Then you go home and you wanna make art? Go make some fucking art. Everyone can go home and do whatever the fuck they want. That's the world that I would wanna live in. No one has to pay me to make art in this hypothetical world. No one ever had to pay me to make art. I didn't become an artist because I wanted to make money, you know? But this is why I think that Art is being ruined and maybe has been ruined in a way that's similar to what what we're just describing uh, about food, you know. Being a career artist uh, has become a thing where I think a lot of people who don't even really give a fuck about making art or, like, you know, anything like this. They want to become artists because it's seen almost as, like, a get-rich-quick scheme, you know? It's seen almost, like, as an easy thing. And I think it's seen as an easy thing because it really is enjoyable. A lot of people enjoy this process of creating. And this is why I say I would never need someone to give me some sort of financial incentive to make art. I just do it. Of course, I have to pay rent and stuff. So, yes, I will make art. Sometimes I don't want to make because, you know, someone hired me to do it or whatever the fuck. I mean, this happens all the time. (laughs) This happens every month. Um, But it's like... uh, this this system where people have turned art making into a career has totally in my eyes destroyed artistic competition and it totally destroys the quality of the work and I feel like this process is sort of multi-tiered in all of its terribleness I mean I said something online yesterday and this is part of why I'm feeling sad, because I'm thinking about this, like, I feel like I am just, I'm not as excited, or I'm really not excited ever, really, to, like, share my art with the public anymore, you know? This used to be a thing that, like, I enjoyed so much more. I just don't enjoy it as much anymore, because I feel like there's no, climb I mean there's no culture like I don't even know when I give art to the world to whoever's listening if you any of you like my art you know like I don't know what you even like about this you know because it's like you look at the art industry you know and I'm involved in a few different artistic practices but to use music as an example because I think music is one of the most explicit examples of what's wrong what's going wrong uh, as it relates to all this like, it's like you, you look at the landscape of, like, what's popular in music right now, and it's so confusing, right? It's like you have all this shit that's just totally trash. It has no sorts of artistic merits, you know, and it's totally successful. But then you also see people who are genuinely talented and, you know, r- Uh, making shit that you might consider like harder to access and they're also wildly successful it's not like they not it's not like they can't also become successful but as an artist it becomes so disillusioning and I become so discontent because it's like well I don't even know what's what anymore like do people want or do people just want something else? Like, I don't know how the system works, you know? I don't know, like, what people want, what people appreciate, what, what whatever. And so for me, like, I lose the excitement of even presenting my work to an audience because this new audience is something that doesn't function the way that historically I've come to understand there being an audience for my art, you know what I mean? Like, I went to art school, and in art school, we would make something, and we we would present it for critique. And the audience that critiques you, you know, gives you some sort of feedback, and they tell you, I like this, because this is this, or whatever. I don't expect that from people who I, like, present my music to. I don't need people to, like, sit down and give me a fucking critique or whatever. But it's just like... uh, I don't feel like the audience exists really to like necessarily. They're, I feel like they're not there for the art, you know. I feel like maybe they're there for something else because there must be something else here that like can make people successful or can make people flock to them. Because, like I just said, so much trash is so successful. Why is that so successful? There must be something else at play here. And I think we can begin to identify probably some of what this is. I think some of it is just, like, virality, you know? Like, the more the more followers you have on the internet, uh, the more maybe, like, certain people have already, like, co-signed you or something. Maybe the more physically attractive you are or something. Uh, you know, like, these kinds of things also influence how much success I think a lot of artists will have and it's like well how am I supposed to interact with any of these variables I don't want to it's not fun I can't be competitive like I'm somebody who's so competitive I like competition I like inserting myself into myself into competitive outlets I don't feel like that exists in art anymore so for me it's like not fun to even go in I can't compete there's nothing to compete with you know it's it seems random the process seems like it's become completely randomized like you know you put something out into the world it truly doesn't matter what it is maybe it'll blow up maybe it won't it really doesn't matter what the fuck you make you know the chances of your thing becoming successful are just like I, I don't even know how you can exhibit any sort of control you know i'm sure like the more well made a thing is I think that still remains a variable like I said I think a lot of people who are genuinely talented and have really interesting art they do still become successful some of them but I don't think that that's really like going to make or break a lot of people like you really don't know it's random and that's why i don't think that there's really competition and that's why it's not fun for me even to like interact it's like who fucking cares it's like it's like casting shit out to the wind like uh, like you're playing the lottery like oh maybe it'll whatever it's just like and this isn't to say like i'm never going to put stuff out i will continue to do this but uh, I mean, I said it online as well. I feel like this. I feel so dissonant. I feel so. disenchanted with this whole process that there I don't feel like a fire under my ass like oh better get this thing out like people are waiting or whatever I don't feel like those people are really my audience even though they technically might function as one in some capacity you know I feel like my audience or an audience I desire one day I probably haven't encountered them yet you know so, I find myself, because I am such a critical person, I feel like I at least hold myself to a standard. So, when I'm sitting here making art by myself, like, I I become satisfied just in doing this, like, being my own audience. I'm like, no, bitch, that sucks. Do that again. This is dumb. That's dumb. Okay, great. Move on, you know, without even releasing these things to the public. I mean, I'm constantly creating, but... It's become a source of frustration for myself because, you know, a lot of people express to me like, I wish you put out more of this and that. And it's like, yeah, I just don't care. I'm trying to care. I just don't. I don't. It's not fun. I'm competitive. I need competition. I don't feel like this is it. You know, maybe I need to find smaller venues or something. Like in art school, I felt this sense of competition because I was competing with my classmates, you know. And that was fun. That was a great time. But like out here in the world, just like giving money or not money, giving art to the, to, the, to the world, the internet, I don't fucking know. It's like, who cares? This isn't even a fucking, this is boring. It's boring. I don't give a fuck. I don't appreciate what's out here. I don't expect anyone to appreciate what I put out here either. I don't think this is the venue for me. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, this is part of why I I just really, I'm turned off when I see people um, say this and I see it all the time. I I say pe- I see people just complaining about the, how they don't make money as artists and this and that. It's like, meh. and I, like I said, I'm someone who makes all my income from art. But like, it's like, why do you, why do you want to uphold this culture that exists that is like literally choking the life out of fucking art and artistic competition? by complaining about like how you think you deserve more money and this is also an idea I just don't understand in the first place like I don't really think that art I I don't understand how you can make the argument that art really is a thing that should ever be a career because it's like well why do you deserve something what if I don't like your art for example you know like so many people feel so they seem to feel so entitled like I deserve more I work so hard it's like yeah but so does everyone you're not special you know and art is a thing where a lot of people just aren't gonna like your art no matter what I would never expect that I could work I mean I do work so hard you know and a lot of people I think don't fuck with what I make and it's like well then they just don't fucking like it I'm not gonna sit here and demand that people give me fucking money, like, no, especially because I chose this, because I don't need financial incentive, you know, it's not like I was born an artist, (laughs) and this is just my lot in life, I now must, I must do this thing, like, no, I chose to become an artist, I enjoy making art, you know, and I think everybody is creative, Art is a thing, I won't call it a hobby, I think that it's something a lot of people, it enriches a lot of people's lives, both as the artists themselves, and as the audience for the art, you know, I'm not gonna say it's just some, like, superfluous hobby, but, um, I, I don't understand, like, why art should even, like, be a fucking career for anybody, like, everyone has something they want to do. We make art because we want to do it, you know? Like, no one's just like, oh, what should I do? I don't know. My dad wants me to become an artist. My family's pressuring me to become an artist. (laughs) Imagine. Has that ever existed? Maybe in, like, the 17th century where, like, you know, everyone's got to choose their little apprenticeship and somebody's just, like, so good at something and they're like, you're going to be the next Da Vinci. The town has agreed. (laughs) Like, we're sending you to fucking who knows, you know, but that's not, art is not a thing that is, like, generally regarded by the public as, like, somebody has to do this, you know, the thing somebody has to do is waking up and doing your fucking chores on the farm, which is why I say I would be totally content to live in some society where I do something that I feel is useful, uh, for everybody, because art, my art will never be useful for everybody, I think jobs should only be the things that benefit the group, society, you know, those are the only jobs we need, and everything else should be done willingly, you know, this is how I feel, fuck it, you know what, I feel a lot better getting that all out, (laughs) Kari Waits says, mad kids get pushed into classical music, You know, that's actually true. Definitely. That's a good point. But I think classical music is a little different, too, because classical music has become a thing where there's such an industry behind it, too, that people get pushed into classical music because it'll be like your grandfather went to Juilliard and he was on the symphonic orchestra, blah, blah, blah for New York City, and we have to follow the family legacy, and like, all these people, I mean, not all of them, I'm not gonna say that, but it seems like most people who get pushed into a thing like classical music... they come from a tradition like this you know their family's probably already wealthy lives in some fucking amazing high-rise in manhattan they come from old money they have the luxury of doing a thing like you know my kid has five hour long piano lessons every day and he's going to be on the symphony and i know the symphony person myself and he got a full ride to juilliard and yada yada there's definitely like a culture of wealth that exists there and it exists in the art industry as well but i think it's just not structured in such a way where you see this happen as much where you know someone might pressure their kid to become a cellist because of whatever but uh you don't see that as often with a thing like art but that's also too because yeah i mean because of how these things are fundamentally structured if you become like a a a crazy classical cellist you still have to get a job doing a thing that's like part of a group, you know, being in the symphony, being second chair, whatever the fuck, but, uh, you don't see this really with fine arts, it's like you, if you become a, a, incredibly successful, wealthy artist, you're just kind of this free-floating person, you're fucking Damien Hirst hanging out with the Olsen twins or whatever the fuck rich art people do, I mean, and that's a whole other discussion, I fucking hate The art industry. Oh, it's so fucked. (laughs) It's so fucked. Like, the Met Gala. It makes me sick every year. Like, that people... You know, people just like me and you, people that don't make a ton of money, how can you sit here and fawn over these celebrities and their fucking little outfits paying $30,000 to go to the Met, which is paid for and remains open with the dollars of tax paying New York City citizens, and just like be like, oh, look at these little celebrities. They closed the event to the public. That's so fucked. That should make you mad right there, you know? Are supposed to be free this is why we set up public arts even in america the dumbest shittiest stupidest place ever maybe not ever but i fucking hate it here right now especially right now (laughs) sitting here seething in my anger um if that doesn't make you mad you're a fucking pussy that's all i gotta say to you like have some fucking dignity. How can you sit here and get excited about what fucking Rihanna is wearing to the Met Gala? No shade to Rihanna. Rihanna seems cool, actually. You know, I don't think she would. I'm, I feel like Rihanna would be in Phenomenology Club. Rihanna, if you're listening, love you. Join Phenomenology Club. You know, she didn't create this system, but still, like, that shit pisses me off. It's closed to the public. And then, you know, they do this thing, too. I don't know how many of you live in, in or around New York. I've been to the Met. Um, well, recently I heard that they closed. Uh, you have to buy a ticket if you don't live in either New York State or the tri-state area, it might be. It might be, like, Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey. But um, it used to just be all donation. But even when it was donation, they make that, like, the fine fucking print. You go to the Met, and they're just like, $25, please. And you, unless you know, like, no, I don't have to give you $25. This shit is free. That's why taxpayers pay for it. You know, for it to remain open and free to the public, I don't have to pay you you motherfuckers. So you're going to do what? Buy a Damian Hurst piece for 10 million dollars? More than 10 million dollars? How much is a fucking Damien Hurst piece? I don't know. 50 million dollars? Fuck him. Fuck you, Damian Hurst. I'll fight you, you dumbass. Oh. It's so fucked. It's like it's like just the most elite dumb fucking bullshit. And again, this kills competition it it not only does it literally destroy competition, it makes people like myself, not that I'm so fucking noble or whatever, but it makes me like just not want to participate, and then I do withdraw. I don't want to participate, you know i I do in some capacity, but it's like, eh, who cares? you know and I feel like this is true like I mean, personally, all of my favorite artists. And musicians, for the most part, are people that are not incredibly well-known. You know, I would say most of them have some, like, modest success, and this is part of why I know who they are at all. But um most of my favorite artists are people that, you know, are, in my opinion, criminally underrated because there's no, they're not competing with their art. The merits of their skills and abilities is not what I mean, it got them their modest level of success, but this is not how we, how we judge art in the public. This culture of wealth and industry is just destroying the quality of literally everything, of art, of music, of food. And this has been a slow building process, you know, like, I don't even know if it makes sense to be like, it's different now, you know, I don't think it was necessarily better in the past, especially when you look at the history of art making, you know, so much of what's. Uh, historical canon with art and shit. It's like, you know, the king (laughs) hired this asshole to make this portrait of him and his wife. And, you know, it's like, this is still the art piece that's in the gallery. It's like, well, this guy was just chosen and there's a big system of wealth here that made him be chosen. He was the apprentice of fucking dick sucker motherfucker number one or something. And he got chosen because he's rich and fucking, 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 fucking whatever. But I think that the less uh, opportunity people have to uh, do things on their own accord, you know, then, of course, naturally, there's going to be like, there's going to be decreased competition as far as like the quality of things go. This is a very salient point, actually, you know, I was reading, um, I believe it was in Metaphysics by Aristotle, I forget which part. Uh, if i find it i'll post it but aristotle uh was writing about the ancient egyptians and um well the egyptians that he coexisted with because aristotle did much of his studying in egypt and what he said was that he said that the egyptians invented all science and math and i mean we know this in in retrospect to be untrue i believe that you know science technically is from ancient sumer sumer however the fuck i don't know um you know i don't think egyptians technically invented math and science but aristotle didn't have a fucking airplane it doesn't matter the point is aristotle said that um the Egyptians invented all science and his theory for why this happened which I think is so funny because a lot of conservatives for some reason fucking love Aristotle and act like he's like he's like a good mascot for them like I remember where like Ben Shapiro not long ago was talking about how like Aristotle is the most cornerstone genius of like western thought and stuff and he was saying this amidst a discussion about how like Muslim people over exaggerate their scientific contributions historically or something which I just think is so stupid Uh, And he's someone who seems to believe, like, people got to have work. We need money. Without He's one of these assholes I'm talking about that would be like, without profit, without systems of profit, no one's going to do anything. You need to create competition, and money creates competition. (laughs) 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 I'm Ben Shapiro. Suck my dick. Um, But anyway, it's ironic that a person like him purports to love Aristotle because what Aristotle Aristotle has a theory for why Egyptians in his mind invented all math and science and his theory is that this class of Egyptian priests that became created in this Egyptian society he was observing they had the luxury of leisure and basically downtime and Aristotle believed that because they had time and were not forced to labor all fucking day in the field and toiling over whatever bullshit because they had time to themselves they were able to become innovative you know so his theory essentially is that innovation springs from leisure Which is, yeah, it's just so ironic because a lot of people seem to have the exact opposite idea. People like Ben Shapiro, the exact opposite idea that like good things only come from like suffering. You better get out there in the field all fucking day long and suffer like the piece of shit that you are. Otherwise, we won't have science and we won't have this or that. I mean, that's another thing to think about. Think about doctors before the medical industry became a thing. You know, why was anyone a fucking doctor? being a doctor i think was almost like being a volunteer firefighter especially like in the not so distant past when you know like they didn't really understand how things like disease worked but i'm sure they had an inkling that like i better not get too close to this motherfucker because it seems like People in the same household are all getting this disease, so there must be some corollary between like literal proximity between physical beings to each other and disease and how it's transferred, you know. But doctors, a town doctor, they'll just go to your fucking house and like try to help you. And like a lot of these people don't have fucking money. It's like, yeah, I'll give you two zucchini. (laughs) Or I don't even have zucchini right now, all my crops are dead, but can you please help little Timmy? Little Timmy's got the fucking fever please, please, and the doctor would do it, you know? Like, what, what motivated him? People are a lot less greedy than I think we like to give them credit for. Like, we like to talk about humanity in general as just being this, like, disgusting, cutthroat, hateful group of biological beings that just fucks everyone up in our immediate surroundings, we fuck each other up and we fuck up all of the our animal peers that we share this planet with, we fuck up everything. I think this is true but I don't think that we conceptualize it the right way. Like, to think of a concept like greed, you know, people, people always say this when I have these kinds of discussions too. They'll be like, well, people will always be greedy. You can't stop this or that. And I think that the concept of greed is similar to the concept of selfishness, which is a concept that I also don't really subscribe to because what does selfish really mean, you know? Is being selfish actually bad? Bad. Or when we say selfish, I mean, the, the definition is so vague, which is why I don't use the word. I feel like when we use the word selfish in a derogatory way to say a thing is bad, what we're really saying is that they're hoarding more than they need. That's selfishness, you know, that's greed. But being selfish as a more neutral concept, I think this is unavoidable, you know, literally biologically, we are all hardwired as living beings to prioritize our own survival above everybody else's. And it's not that this is even a thing that should be worded that way either. It's just like, as you are an individual, naturally, you are selfish because you cannot escape yourself. I can't take my psyche out and put it somewhere else into someone else's body to see things the way they see it, you know? I'm a selfish being. My, I, am the self, I am the center of my universe, you know? I can't help that. So I think naturally, of course, people are going to try to do things like hoard resources. They're going to do things like take advantage of other people's vulnerabilities. They're gonna do things like murder their fucking neighbor to take his zucchinis. <laughs> like, you know, but this is all part of why I think government needs to address this and the 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 current reality that we found ourselves in this capitalistic fucking hellhole, is not a reflection of human greed or corruption. It's a reflection of a poorly structured government that does not fulfill our needs. A truly well-structured government is going to account for this, because like I said, Government exists to counteract natural hierarchies, you know, just like murder is natural. You're never going to stop people from murdering each other. Does that mean we should just not do anything about it? Of course not. This is part of why we have government. And this is something a lot of people seem to agree with much easier than this money point that we create laws to mediate things like violence, which is a natural phenomena, you know. We need to do the same thing with money. We need to create governments that mediate the distribution of resources so that we don't have these incredible disparities and we don't have people outside dying on the fucking street because they don't have fucking monopoly money. And then beyond this, I mean, these are the most pressing issues, but beyond this too, like if we care about things like the quality of food and of art and whatever, then we want to address this too, you know? Like, I think it's just undeniable that these industries, just like the mass fucking production of a thing like art now and food, like things that I think most people will agree with, like are better, are more enjoyable, uh, the more that we put diligence and care into the creation of them. I think if you give a fuck, then of course you're going to want to counteract What's happening here, and why we all live in shit. Ugh. The Lobster Child says, I'm a billionaire, but a cool billionaire. I spend half a quarter of my wealth on charity. <laughs> Great for you. Thank you for your service. I'm sure that charity organization probably gives, like... <laughs> of what they actually are donated to what they pretend to. Even charity is a corrupt institution because charity is a way for people to fucking make a ton of money too you know I mean I feel like charity became such a big culture in America partially because you know all these billionaires use charity and shit as their excuse for why they can get a tax cut so they form their own charity corporations to be like oh this is the charity for fucking I don't know muscular sclerosis or something and we give this much to it or whatever and they all fucking make money too I just oh I hate everything all right, I've been going on for 50 minutes. I feel a lot better. Thank you for letting me (laughs) rant to this audience. Um, and you know, I kind of like felt bad about what I said. Not that it matters because I'm a nobody. I exist in a vacuum. But I, I don't want like, you know, anyone who fucks with me to think I'm just completely uninterested in having any sorts of like audience with you especially people who are gracious enough to support my art you know financially and do whatever like I want to um you know I appreciate the the audience any audience people will give me you know but um here too you know like I I appreciate people caring. And Phenomenology Club is something that I actually do feel a lot of motivation to continue. um, Because for myself, I feel like this is even like more valuable than just like making music or whatever the fuck I'm making and putting it out into the world, you know, though I don't think that that's like completely not valuable or whatever. But I feel like doing this is maybe even something that, like, more people can get use out of, and I enjoy the interaction and the audience I feel like I'm able to have with this project, so thank you to anyone who fucks with it. Uh, I feel like these conversations for myself are important, and I feel like these are the kinds of conversations that are necessary, uh, if we're going to try to craft solutions and how to deal with all shit. I've got a little buffering sign. Oh, I think I'm coming back. I think I'm coming back. Hold on, let me refresh. Okay, yeah. Looks like I'm back. I don't know if you just heard that. I'm sorry about that. Um, we're in a snowstorm, and my power went out. Um, But... I mean, I'm going to get out of here anyway. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me get emotional with you, my audience who I love. Um I if I sound depressing, I don't want people to be depressed, but you know, depression is or could be understood as some sort of evolutionary tool, am I wrong? If something's wrong, we got to fix it, right? I don't know if you guys agree with all that I'm saying here that something is wrong and needs to be fixed not just as it relates to art I think there's much more important issues we're facing here I mean our human peers are literally dying because of this bullshit so uh I think it's incumbent on all of us to care and if we can do nothing ourselves I think even having conversation is important uh you know With each other, it is important because even if your ideas don't necessarily feel like they reach much of an audience or they get far, you know, um, I think just putting them out into the world is more influential than a lot of people might realize, you know. It's kind of crazy how much we make impressions on people in our immediate environment just by, you know, having a conversation with one person it's not even that like that person needs to go repeat your words elsewhere even but the way that we all come to internalize what sorts of ideas we speak about with each other I think that in and of itself is powerful you know and to think about a thing like philosophy too you know I mean I don't consider myself a philosopher. I would love to be one one day. I think philosophy is just as important as art. I mean, I think philosophy is art in many ways, and that art is philosophy. Um, I would love to get my actual credentials one day, just so maybe someone could take me seriously. If I do have anything meaningful to say, I want to make sure that it reaches an audience. Because what good is creating any art or any philosophy if you don't share it with the world, you know, I don't think either of these activities are fulfilling in and of themselves, they're valuable for what they afford all of us, you know, in our human community, but, um, yeah, shit, maybe one day, maybe one day I can be an official philosopher, but, you know, I think even a thing like this, it's kind of sad to think about, but, Also, sort of amazing and maybe even inspiring to think about how many people died completely alone thinking they had no audience only for their work to become influential after they'd already passed away I mean isn't that crazy isn't that crazy to think like somebody like Nietzsche for example really had no idea that he would become like a household name not only for people who read philosophy but he's well known among people who don't even read philosophy like it's amazing and it's inspiring in some ways at the same time i can't help but feel sad for nietzsche himself you know but either way i think if he was aware of this you know i think he would say it doesn't matter either way like he would i think he would have continued to do things just as he always did I don't think he would be like, damn it. I think he would just be glad that his work reached an audience. And I don't know how he felt as he was dying. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You don't need to make things. I don't know. Thinking that don't make things for success. at least a thing like art or philosophy, because I think the success is ultimately found in the strength of your ideas, because this is why we value art and philosophy to begin with. So that's me trying to end on somewhat of a positive note. I love you all, and uh, I hope you have a good night. I'll speak to you later.